Hi there, you've reached Kate with Rebirth, a podcast that aims to share the magic of the mundane. Magic might appear to be a strong word, but I think we could use a little bit more magic in our lives these days, so I'm sticking to it. Um, Last week I told you we would be together for the next four Mondays, and this is the second Monday, and I want to talk about phases, and... The moon is, um, we're coming, it is waning. We're coming out of a full moon on this Monday, May 11th. And we're heading, um, so we're heading into like that time when the light is dispelling and we're being asked to go inside. And that metaphor of light and knowing and not knowing ends up being, um, really what I've been thinking about talking to you guys about today, even though our concept is phases. So... Sit in Your Center is um, a program that I offer that helps women return into their own body selves. This is really like a human perplexity right now to understand the body. I dare say in this controversial time, a lot of us don't understand immunity, um, have weren't taught immunity, have been given a lot of... Um, alluring ways to silence the body uh, but not necessarily the knowledge that is needed to come back into equilibrium or harmony and um, I'm realizing in quarantine that we're still in that although life is starting to open up in some states um, a little bit here where I am in North Carolina um, one of the things I'm slowing down to be grateful for is the circle of people that I have cultivated along my on my natural path in life that all carry some sort of I mean we all have it but they've they've dedicated their, their themselves to the betterment and um, an interest in in establishing harmony so I realized that in a time period where mass confusion and anxiety comes in which I have plenty of. I'm not excluding myself from that at all. I'm just noticing that I already habitually have in my life people and sources of information that um, are soothing. And I'm feeling really grateful for that. And not placating, but soothing, meaning I might be reminded that I can find peace no matter what's going on outside or soothing that I can get nausea oil and that is a a healing modality which is the lubrication of the uh, nasal passages that is effective for me. Um, I do know what type of yoga helps my body. I do know uh, at least half of the time the signs that I am off. Those are feeling like a little bit of treasures these days, <laughs> quite honestly. Because if you don't... So, um, I was just reading out of the Yoga Sutras of Pantajali, and he was talking about, um, which I'm not proclaiming as anything, except for, like, I'd like to be around a lot of different texts. And I, you know, you know, I'll just say I apologize for just uh, discrediting myself. I don't have to explain why I was reading it. Um, which is something you know, that happened recently. I was in the car with my brother-in-law, and I, I gave him... Um, 
a correction on directions. And then I felt like I needed to validate why I did that. And he looked at me, he's like, Katie, you don't have to substantiate why you know something. And I was like, I wasn't do, oh yeah, I, I do that. I'm doing that. I'm teaching women not to do that. And I'm still eradicating that um, safety um, in myself where, you know, I don't want to be, I've been told um, I'm too fast, too smart, too much, too loud. And so there's forums that I feel comfortable doing that. And, and this quarantine is because there's a compression and a, um, and I mean that actually as it is, like I'm being closed off and being put in situations and places that I don't spend most of my time. It's serving as an illumination of where I still need um, to work, to do my own work. So I actually really appreciate my brother-in-law for saying that. It was a really fantastic um, compliment to our relationship um, that he called me out lovingly. I, I actually had, it took me like an hour or two later and I thanked him and he just, he just chuckled. He's like, and I thought, yeah, that, I just want to give him a shout out. I really appreciated that. So on that light of um, being willing to know what you don't know, I was, um, I'm just going to paraphrase, but they were talking about, um, how yoga, which I don't think yoga really is in, I think there's a lot of yogic extra, uh, exercising yoga uh, accessible today, but I don't see a lot of actual yoga happening. Um, I do know a couple people that are offering Zoom classes that I believe that are actually practicing yogic science. Um, that is not common. It's just like any of us can go get pizza if there's a, something a wild food or any of us can go get a salad, but the caliber, let's do a salad. The caliber of where the greens come from markedly changes the consumption, the experience and the nourishment provided. So that's my commentary on yoga. But Pantajali, uh, translated by, uh, Swami Satchitananda was saying this story about how, and this is not, this is a primary common story about how a man went out in the middle of the night and he, um, it was twilight. My apologies. Scratch that. He went out. It was twilight. Um, cause he makes a really beautiful distinction about the time of day this happens, the phase that the person is in. He says he goes out into his backyard and he, uh, sees a snake and he, uh, starts yelling snake snake he's scared and the neighbors come running over and they're like you know you're making all this noise like there's a snake there's a snake and they do this great big blow and nothing happens and an older man comes back an older neighbor comes back with a lantern with light and illuminates that it is not a snake at all but it is a coiled rope and in Swami Satchitananda's um, translation he says so yoga is neither for the person who has gained the light nor for the totally ignorant person who doesn't bother to know anything. It is for the person in between. It is to dispel ignorance. Uh, previously, he said, because if it had happened in the middle of the night, if, he, if you were not aware at all, he wouldn't have even seen the coiled rope. And that is the danger of knowing a little bit. That is the danger of twilight, is that you are not in full light, but you are in the filtration of a little bit of a light, so there is illumination, um, but there is not clarity. And I thought, I think that is a perfect description of how um, I am navigating this phase of being um, returning to areas in myself that need to be developed and also to the phases of 
what is happening right now and sit in your center. And I'm going to share with you what one of the attendees talked about. And there's a visualization, there's a visualization that we do. Um, it's a very powerful one and it's very simple and it's asking the, the woman to just kind of like close her eyes and like kind of literally drop into her center and just sit with what arises and a very typical response or one common response, let's not blow this up. One common response is that the person doesn't like what they see or they don't see anything and they wanted to see something. And this particular woman said what she saw was a castle. What she wanted to see was paradise. And in any modality that is to offer us comfort or possibility of alchemy, the common and crucial element is acceptance of what is. Once we fight what is happening and pause, this is not about being in the middle of harm's way or around something that's dangerous. This is about um, being at your kitchen table by yourself, ruminating on something that's happening in your life that is not threatening you in case you're not familiar with this podcast. So just to kind of orient you, it's like, not like when I used to teach high school and I would say, we have to love everybody. And somebody would raise their hand and say, you know, what about the murderer? You know, we're like not jumping to the apocalyptic, um, example. So back to, um, the accepting what currently is. And this is something I definitely struggle with because I like to do and I find that, and this is the other part of the phase one, so that one would be accepting what phase you're in, where you are in your life. If you're looking to make change, the best way to make change first is to be honest with yourself about where, where you are, what is and what is and what is not working. The other thing that I have been thinking about is that somewhere in, in my mind, and maybe this is true for you too, I have this like unwritten algorithm where I have decided that if somebody is good at A, they have to be good at B. And it would make absolutely no sense if I were to give you uh, practical examples, meaning if somebody is a good plumber, it doesn't mean they're a good surfer. However, I have this idea that maybe if somebody is a good mindfulness practitioner, they have good communication skills. They actually don't necessarily have to have that in their own life. And I would agree that that would mean perhaps we excel at some places in our life that we think that because we're excelling at that, we must be better at the, at, um, the area that we're struggling with, but instead of being curious or accepting about where we are, we're judgmental and shame and we shame ourselves. And that adds a nice sticky coating on top of, um, it's like adding like sticky melted candy onto a tangled necklace. It would have been enough to just have the finesse to untangle the necklace, but now you have to navigate it with having the layer of shame and judgment impeding your dexterity. So it was interesting for me when, when we came to the place of the full moon and sit in your center that one of the attendees talked about 
what she wants to see and what she actually saw. The other element there is the container for her was safe enough for her body to show her where she really is and it didn't just offer silence or a blank page. Compassion can be such a tricky thing. It really can be. So it appears that many of us may be moving out of a phase of total quarantine, but we don't really know what that means. I don't think we're going to know what that means for a while, honestly. I do think admitting that we don't know is probably in our best beha- uh, best behavior is what I was going to say, 40 is in our best interest. I think acknowledging what phase we're in, meaning we have a clarity to move forward or we're not really sure, um, that we jot down close to us the things that may have arisen for us during quarantine that we would like to change and we don't get merely seduced by the fact that life is trying to force itself back self back to a normalcy that no longer exists that we may have the courage to embrace the silent courage to walk into the new knowing and that can be super simple like you know it might be a slight job change it might be a slight relationship change it might be you know hey it was really great to do crafts with my kids or um bake bread more and life is going to get busy, but I can choose to maybe not bake. I mean, I think for some people with kids, baking bread became like an an educational, uh, intimate thing to do. Plus you had food, right? So it's like, let's not just throw all of that out because there was a slowdown. I also noticed that one of the um, women in Sentinel Center talked about that the quarantine actually enabled her to find more like-minded beings. And I know I talked to... And I've watched some of my close friends um, go online to offer practices that they, that self-included, may not have wanted to go online with, but we are connected. You know, that is, that is definitely, I think, a reminder up for all of us to, to notice how nature is responding and to lean more on nature, which can, as, is as true of a reflection, much more true than a screen. I would put nature and connecting with your own body would be like the two most reliable sources right now. Notice I didn't say mind, I said body. And and that can be a practice to, to reignite that relationship. It can also be a practice to reignite your relationship with nature. But if you found anything that was brought, bringing you solace and something that kind of brought you back into your center or slowed you down or some small kind of practice with your children or your um, loved ones or you know maybe you ended up talking to family members more or maybe you realize that you're not you don't have people that you connect with and um, you thought you did whatever that gem of realization arose for you hold it don't just drop it in the northern hemisphere summer is coming we might reach it's great to go into that external that fun and please you know do that but let that whisper be enough and not have fall and winter come and ask and demand your attention. If anything came up for you, let that be an acknowledgement of what phase you're in, what phase you're headed to, and you don't have to have any answers. I think right now it seems to me that if you are willing to be curious and you are willing to be pliable, that is a little bit more to your benefit than pretending that we know what's ahead of us when many of us don't.
So thank you for listening. And, and I encourage you to also allow that metaphor of like what phase of the day are you in and when you're seeing something are you operating in the clarity of day are you fumbling in the darkness of night which is actually an easier place to be than twilight because in the darkness you can say i really don't know and that is a safer place to be than to assume that you know something that you don't and create a reaction or a commotion like that man in the back of his yard over something that never actually existed Hope you have a beautiful Monday. Thank you for listening. Talk soon.